0: real but not as brightly lit a dark side hey what's up and welcome back to talks from the dark side the episodic show where we talk about the episodic horror anthology television series tales from the dark side created by george romero and richard Rubenstein. i'm joel escola i'm sean o'rourke I'm Connor, the Petty Supernatural Being McGraw.
1: And I'm Chris Barr.
0: And today, we're talking about episode 10, Jin No Chaser, directed by Shelley Levinson, written by Harlan Ellison, with a teleplay by Haskell Barkin, in the original air date of January 13th, 1985. Did I just describe the whole episode? Here we go. We're done. <laughs> All right.
1: <laughs> who, who wants to do, and I'm Kareem Abdul-Jabbar.
0: <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm Jan Bin Jan the Gin.
1: Hi, ah, and I'm Kareem Abdul-Jabbar.
0: <laughs> and I'm the genie that's somehow, some way, more useless than Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in this fucking episode. Ah, Prince Abubu, yes.
1: Hey, if I found a genie, or if I found a magic lamp, and I had a one wish, I wish I could unsee this episode.
0: <laughs> 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 I... D- I don't know what they were thinking with this one, and I'm I'm ready to talk about it, but I'm just like a little confused. This was a smattering of very bizarre ideas that are all not fully formed at all, and then it just kind of fucks out, and like it just it just it's like all right, bye.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna say this episode sucks. It does
0: suck. (laughs) Oh, it sucks big time. There's a couple little things that make me laugh in this, but this is a skipper straight up. Like I I I hate listening to fucking that guy talk. Uh, and he's yeah, talking oh my a God. lot in this episode what the fuck's his name let's uh charles levin
1: who, ca- who cares that's his name
0: <laughs> <laughs> charles levin is danny squires and he's just in like a bunch of tv and stuff like bit parts and stuff and like he's he's not a bad actor but like i just don't fucking care he he's gobbling every single scene he's in with these long drawn out like really hyperbolic and like just unneeded, like, speech patterns, and then right. he's doing it with his uh, his wife, essentially, too, and these two chatterboxes never give you enough time to really think about anything because they're just fucking yapping at you the whole time.
1: Yeah, is that is that a Woody Allen impression or something?
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know
1: what he's trying to do here.
0: I'll say this, though, Joe, like you said, I mean, I'm sure you're about to get into... Uh, some of the things you do like about it as we talk about this, but uh, I, I do appreciate that they try different things on this show. Like this doesn't really land, but at least it's like they're trying a different formula, like a different kind of like almost wraparound with him in this straight jacket and just like just telling the story a different way, it just you know end result maybe does isn't you know cooked all the way, but I, I appreciate that they try different shit every episode. Well, the storytelling on this episode, I think, is well done. It's just not a great story, uh, in, right. in my opinion, and i I really don't like writing like this. Like nobody talks like this in real life right (laughs) even from like a comedy perspective i'm just like this is nauseating the amount of like forethought that was put into these people's dialogue you know what i think this was while i was watching it they were trying to in my opinion capture a like tom hanks movie in 22 minutes i guess so (laughs) because it's like very similar to the kind of shit that tom hanks was getting at that time like You've got gin. Yeah, I, I I, yeah, exactly. I don't know. I just I got like a, a, a dime store Tom Hanks kind of vibe off this guy like Turner and gin. Yeah, yeah. trying to do that style of comedy, but not having the right kind of energy or the right material to really make it work. It's just it's it's 100 percent quirkiness with without any actual aim or direction. Yes. And it's right. like, that's all we've got is the quirk. That's a perfect that's a perfect word for it. The quirk. You can fucking take that shit right to the dumpster, man. No thanks. It's like um when people accuse certain like Marvel stuff of being uh it's called weed and speak where, like suddenly everyone in the room is a sharp ass comedian and nobody t- talks normally. Oh yeah, I guess that's my big problem with it because that's like literally all the dialogue in this. And
1: it's like it's exhausting by like you know five minutes in, it's like oh are you really doing this the whole episode?
0: It's almost got like this noir third person quality to it. Y- yeah, like he's talking about himself in like the third person sometimes. And he's like, you know, and then they came upon this tent that it just suddenly appeared. Did this tent appear? It just suddenly appeared. Oh, my goodness. It wasn't there two seconds ago. Let's go inside because I'm a, it, it must be a swami shop. And then if it's a swami shop, I'm going to make a fucking racist joke about it.
1: It's like, yeah, it's like frantic and like, yeah none of the jokes land, and it's just like non-stop.
0: Joe, your impression of it sounds like an old anime dub from like the 70s, where it's just, they just spit their fucking dialogue out as fast as they can. (laughs) That's how it sounds in my head! Well, and that's how it sounds, period. But... The whole setup is this fucking guy uh, in a goddamn straitjacket talking to the screen like it's an MTV confessional. <laughs> and like, yeah, let me tell you, you know, hey, I'm in a straight jacket. Yeah, I went fucking nuts. Let me tell you how I got there. And then, you know, he goes into this fucking tent and finds a genie lamp. It just dawned on me now that, like this is kind of like a Lovecraft story we were just talking about Lovecraft on the last episode but like
1: I was just gonna get into that yeah
0: <laughs> yeah a lot of Lovecraft stories open with a guy's like in an insane asylum with <laughs> a man who's like I have now been driven insane let me tell you how well, I'm writing to you now to recount the story of this insane tragedy that befell me of the time
1: I met Kareem Abdul-Jabbar
0: <laughs> Yeah. Kareem Abdul Jabbar, the haunter of the dark. We were walking down Main Street in Hobbs End. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Now, imagine this guy reading like a Lovecraft story. Kareem Abdul Jabbar? No, the, uh, the actor here.
0: You'd be done in minutes and wouldn't have any idea what the fuck he just said to you. Yeah,
1: what did I just hear?
0: <laughs> with the exception of Jeffrey Combs, I can only listen to Lovecraft audiobooks with like British accent people with british accents yeah i get that
1: yeah no no, you get this guy instead
0: well because when they come across a word like color spelled c-o-l-o-u-r they can you know it just rolls off their tongue easier it, it's just more eloquent i guess and it's like and then uh it, so the shadow of arrangement happens and then there's Fishman <laughs> in the fucking you know and then i went into a hotel with a gilman hotel and then the thing happened it was the weirdest thing because there was this fish man and he was outside but i don't really know what's a fish man yet it was this drunk guy that talked to <laughs> me but God. i don't really know Cthulhu.
1: This whole time, I could like, I could picture your eyebrows going up and down <laughs> all the whole time.
0: Yeah. Why I'm in this straight jacket? I don't know why I'm in this straight jacket. But I, let me tell you the story real quick, okay? Maybe it was. I, I mean, you know, me and my wife moved into this apartment. We found this fucking fishbait. I don't know. Maybe you know this book Necronomicon. I don't know. Whatever you hear.
1: Shut up! Yeah.
0: My wife, she wanted to decorate the house like it was Turkish. It, you know, we're both white as hell and it was Fuck. basically cultural appropriation but that's what she wanted so, you know, we got the lamp. <laughs> but, like, it pops up like the fucking like a tent in Agrabah, dude. The, the guy's just like, come into the tent and you Literally. Look, there's Rumpelstiltskin in the corner. <laughs> that's how he got to America. <laughs> I brought him here by magic. But then, like, he haggles down this lamp down from, like, a hundred bucks down to, like, fucking ten, and he's, like, all proud of himself. Um, okay. So these these are the parts that I find amusing. I love when Kareem Abdul-Jabbar or this guy in the tent, like, th- spits insults, dude. Oh, yeah. What was that all about? I, I don't know. Like, may, may your kin need corrective lenses for the rest of eternity or whatever. May your pinky toe always crash into the wall.
1: Yeah, that he comes back with... What does he say? It's like, I hope something heavy falls upon your head from a high distance. There's <laughs> something, yeah, something dumb.
0: I hope a thousand decrepit camels fall in your couscous or some shit.
1: Yeah, real A-plus material.
0: Uh, it's it's a weird little thing. They, you know, they were scraping the fucking bottom of the barrel to try to get more jokes into this. Uh, what, what if we have, like, the shopkeeper has, like, a thing with them? I don't know. Let, let's try it.
1: Real quick, I just want to interject to go back um, earlier talking about... Um, yeah we kind of just skimmed over it, but the uh the writer of this episode yeah Harlan Ellison was actually a huge like a huge sci-fi writer for um decades and uh his work's like all over the place yes, so um I'm surprised this episode is like i'm I'm kind of curious to see what the original story was like and how it ended up as what this episode is
0: I'll tell you one fucking thing it's nothing like this teleplay like this guy who the fuck Haskell Barkin took this and was like, let's make this funny. What do you say? Yeah, you know, this needs more <laughs> jokes. He, pretty much. The whole room's like, but you're not funny. Yeah, but wait a second. Oh, I always wanted to write comedy, so let me take this sci-fi story and, and write a, com- a comedy out of it. It'll be great. There's more comedy in the last episode, and it's barely trying. And this one's like trying to shove it down your throat, and it's not landing at all.
1: And all the humor we've had so far in this series is like... You know, it's subtle. I mean, the last one, you know, is pretty funny. Yeah. But uh, it hasn't been, like, in your face as much as this one has.
0: No. no. Also, if we try to plot crunch this, it's like, what happens? I don't know. An annoying couple gets a lamp and then just kind of meanders about until it ends. Until it works out for them. Yeah. It's saying something that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is the best part of this fucking episode. Right. And he's barely in it. He's mostly like a, a fucking voice coming out of the lamp. A disembodied voice. He's he's the most disrespectful voice in the universe, okay? Every every time he has a chance to talk to these people, he's like, Hey, fuck you, you're ugly. I hope flies eat your carcasses. <laughs> Whatever, piss off. <laughs> may the may the sweat of a thousand baboons infest your veins or some shit. <laughs> and the
1: funny thing is is like he's actually pretty like, you know, good in the naked gun movies.
0: Oh, and he's yeah, and he's good yeah. in uh um uh, what is it? Uh, what's that movie with uh, Bruce Lee that he did? Game of Death. Game of Death. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That too. Remember that time that uh Pam Grier wouldn't marry him because... He became, uh, he, you know, he found Islam, and she didn't want to uh, convert, so oh yeah, he, she just left him. Yeah, so he became a genie. The whole Richard Pryor situation with <laughs> the cocaine on the cervix, and he married he married a woman this like two weeks later. That was just like, sure, I'll do whatever yeah. you say, Mister Jabbar. Go back and listen to that coffee episode for more uh, more of that. Great movie. Anyway, yes, but. Uh, Okay, so this genie is pissed that he can't get out of the fucking lamp. He's stuck in the lamp. So instead of just, like, allowing, like, these people to, like, wish him out of it or something, like, instead he just tortures them? Well, uh, well, here's the thing, too. The guy, the main dude, is such a dickhead. Like, he is so up his own ass, and he and again he just never shuts the fuck up, and he's just he's just a jerk to everybody. Like, why is his wife even still with him? Well, well they just got married, remember? Yeah, I get. Why would you marry this dude? He also threatens her to divorce like every five seconds. He's like, let's, uh, maybe I should see a divorce lawyer. She's like, maybe you should. He's like, maybe I won't. Yeah, because nobody's going to put up with my bullshit. Well, first he wants nothing to do with the lamp. Like, he thinks his wife's like silly for fucking rubbing it. And then, like, then, and then when he uh, is talking to the genie, he's like, well, you know, mine and my wife's lamp. And he's like, well, actually, it's just your wife's. He's like, huh? Oh, I, I don't think so. He gets like all pissed off. Yeah, well, he makes a comment like, Some genies have masters, but I don't, so go fuck yourself, and, you know, (laughs) maybe I'll grant you a wish if I could ever get out of here, but not you, you scumbag.
1: Yeah. I'm just gonna make it rain in your apartment.
0: (laughs) He makes it rain in the apartment, and, like, there's frogs and lava and all kinds of shit. Oh, the dog in the bedroom? The dog. The guy, before it rains, he goes, I want lots of money, and so the genie... Makes it rain. Yeah, and just laughs, (laughs) (laughs) but literally makes it rain. The genie basically turns their fucking house into, like, Jumanji. Yeah. Or, like, a level of Diablo or some shit. There's, like, fucking trees and branches all over the place, and it's, like, a half an inch of water on the floor. In the jungle, you must wait till the dice read five or eight, yeah. They look like Alan Partridge by the end of this, but the <laughs> goddamn, like, their cl- their clothes are like they're coming out of the jungle. Their hair's all fucking, like, shot out. Long, and he's got a beard. Stephen King's carcass is in the corner with a shotgun in his hands. It's, like, you don't know how much time
1: has passed between, like, them getting the lamp and when their clothes are all raggedy.
0: It's supposed to be a long time. I guess. And I guess, like, the lamp, you know, or the genie, however you want to word that, uh, won't let them leave the apartment. And every time one of them tries to leave, like, it starts, like, screaming at them in the hallway or sending, like, monsters after them.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Something yells at them.
0: I I just don't understand why the genie's just not like, hey, uh, if you get me out of here, I'll stop all this stuff and I'll grant you your wishes. Like, why are we playing this fucking game? I don't know who wants what.
1: Yeah, I'm sure the original idea was a lot
0: better than this was pulled off. And, and like, they don't open the fucking lamp just because this guy is a jerk-off. And then he, like, checks himself into that mental inter- institution where, like, you see him in the beginning. And... He- You know he's not letting the doctor get a word in edgewise, and then they just let him out, I guess, or something. And he goes back to the fucking—he goes back to the apartment, and it's like all nice and stuff. And he's like, "What's going on here?" You get that guy the fuck out of my hospital. (laughs) What happened to the crocodile? Oh, I love the crocodile. Where's the moss? Did you use my good knife for the moss? Where's my decoy collection? Oh, there it is. It looks beautiful. Oh right, yeah. Well, we didn't even talk about that. His fucking duck collection. Oh yeah. His rubber duck collection. Fuck, like, come man. on. Yeah, wasn't he like, my rubber mallards or something like that? Like, uh, I feel like half the lines this guy
1: has is just like improv on the spot. And the director was like, yeah, whatever.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm sleepwalking through this.
1: It's like, oh, I'm getting paid either way.
0: <laughs> we only have two days to get this done, whatever. Yeah, that's the line, okay.
1: All our budget went to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar.
0: <laughs> and all my tears. And he's only on screen for six seconds. Everything was burned along with my dreams. Um, so, you know, the whole thing is the wife got the genie out because she used a fucking can opener on this lamp. I, I, where? I don't even understand how that logistically works because the whole idea is like, I'm so big and this is so small. It's like, so are you telling me you crammed your whole body out of that small hole? Like, what was the problem before? Why couldn't you squeeze out the front? Connor, the wizard that put him in there knew nothing of microbiology or whatever the fuck He says molecular structure. Sure, that's a thing that was said. Like, <laughs> Oh, this was definitely a gunner job then. <laughs> John Hurt put him in that fucking lamp, dude. Yeah, I I don't know the magic, you know, but uh, the Bears are going to win this year. And Kareem's like, I don't even play football! As he's getting sucked into it.
1: Yeah, this whole, like, payoff at the end is just kind of like, blah. It's like, someone thought they were being clever here.
0: Yeah, he just like, walks out with some, like, fog surrounding him in a suit, like, hey... Yeah, I I can make all your wildest dreams come true. Yeah, but he's still being an asshole. And he's like, he's like, you you got him out? He's your friend. What do you mean? He's your friend. You're fucking him. And she's like, I'm not even going to answer that. Yeah, that's the X-rated version. She should have. She should have fucked the genie and like threw him out. I would have been like, okay, genie, kill this guy. (laughs) You know who the husband reminds me of? He's fucking Jerry from Rick and Morty. That's exactly what he is. Ugh. He's a weird, pathetic, spineless asshole. And he's just like, I don't know, I just hate this guy so much. And he ends up winning at the end, and that pisses me off even more. Well, I feel like this whole episode has no distinct direction. Like I don't feel like there's any kind of resolution to anything. It's just like, I want to get out. And she's like, all right, you're out. And he's like, cool. <laughs> all right, now get out of here. <laughs> the genie's going to grant them wishes, though. So he's got it made, dude. And he's just like... Um, what does he say? He says something to his wife, like, oh, I'm not going to get a divorce or whatever. Let's get it. He does the fucking divorce thing again. (laughs) Yeah. And she's super supportive. She's like, she's like, look, sometimes, you know, you help me through spots where I I made it and now I helped you now or something. And we're supposed to give a shit because this guy's a douchebag. Yeah. Yeah. It
1: just gets messy at the end. It's like, what's going on?
0: Oh, yeah. Like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's sitting there drinking a cup of tea and he's like, you're, you're human, uh... Existence is pretty beautiful. Yeah, I looked around. It was pretty nice. Uh, do you play bridge? Do you like biochemistry? Do you realize how close they are to correct, uh, uh, being correct about the jumping genes of the DNA molecule? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Here, Kareem, read these cards. Okay. Do you like basketball? I know. <laughs> do you like nachos? Do you like martial arts movies? I get it's the joke, but, like, it's just... Uh... Not funny. (laughs) It's not funny.
1: Yeah. That's just like, you know, it's like we're going to try to get, you know, have fun with each of these and, you know, find the good in every one of these episodes. But this one was, this was rough.
0: It, then it just ends. I I was happy to hear that music rolling, honestly.
1: Oh, it's better than the other music we had in the the middle of the episode. Do you remember that part? (laughs) It's like somebody just fell asleep on their keyboard.
0: (laughs) Their head just fell down on it.
1: Yeah, oh, we we definitely need a sample of that music here.
0: Oh, oh, it's coming. I'm going to see it's if it's a, different. It's
1: obnoxious. That's the only way to describe it.
0: It's on one of those tapes. I want to see if they fucking, if they change the, the shitty music for other shitty music. Oh, yeah. Uh, The previous episode, like, I couldn't take my eyes off of because I wanted to see where this was going. And this one, I was like... Like, can wrap this shit up. <laughs> it's just so not interesting. You, you just said it, Chris, when, the, when those credits roll, you're like, that was a tale from the dark side because I, that was scary <laughs> as shit. Like, I never want to fucking experience it again. This certainly a dark day in my life.
1: But I'll, I'll give it this much. It's like as weird of an episode as it is and just like not fun. It just, you know, all that. The one part that I liked is the actress. You know, she was kind of the better part of it for me. I thought it was funny, is was her character here was a complete 180 from another character she did in another anthology show. Do you remember? Did you catch that one, Joe?
0: I did. Uh, that's uh, Corman's Calamity she's in, in uh, Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, she's like the nagging
1: wife that's all angry and
0: turns in that giant monster. Yeah, Harry Anderson's fucking <laughs> wife in that. <laughs> we sure it's Annie Anderson this time? Are we sure? No, no, I... I'm sure it's Harry Anderson and not fucking uh, Bruce Davison, I promise. It is
1: It is Harry Anderson. Yeah, because I, I thought the same thing, too. Because I'm like, we just covered the word processor, the episode.
0: Guess Guess uh, Guess what episode, guess what's who's coming up in the next episode.
1: Yeah, the Harry Anderson one's next. It all comes together. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Are you kidding it me? It all lines up. It's all connected. Welcome to the Tales from Dark Side universe. Welcome. To, it's our Netflix universe. It's, it's it, like, it really we're is. We're canon to it, but it's not canon to us. Ha <laughs> Uh Yeah, so, I mean, I guess, man, I... I I don't really don't have anything else to say about this. I mean, like it, it's competently made. I'll say that. Like it's shot pretty fine. There's some there's some cool lighting stuff, and you know whatever. It's out there, but not in a good way. And I mostly just want to press the the fast forward button or the skip button to to get to the next episode. Because <laughs> goddamn,
1: yeah, this is one that comes up, and it just yeah, you can skip this one. Unless you really like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, yeah. you really went that
0: payoff. <laughs> then cool, we got a good surprise for you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it feels um like raw. It feels uncooked. Like, like, there's an idea here, but it's not refined at all. Yeah,
1: like a high school play or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Even what Chris said before, like... Um, you know the original story. I, I I can't imagine it's even close to this, with the exception of there being a djinn and a couple or a per, you know, somebody you know, yeah, the gin causing havoc on the on somebody. Yeah, I mean, if this was like a regular episode, this would definitely be in the dumpster. So like, ah, yeah. unless you're just going through the series with us, or you're just like a completionist. Definitely could skip this one. And, hey, if you want to see Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, just look it up. It's the last fucking literal minute of the episode, so I'm sure it's out there.
1: And if you and if you made it all the way to the end of the episode to, you know, hear the discussion that we have going, we're sorry. <laughs> 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 On behalf of all of us that Talks from the Dark Side.
0: But listen, if you haven't seen it, you should watch it. Like, you should at least see it every episode one time. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. No, I, yeah. Like, don't skip it entirely, because then you're going to be like, well, is it really that bad? I don't know. Judge for yourself. You know how that yeah, goes. Yeah, find out for yourself. Yeah, find out for yourself. It's just not even close to the... the it, it. Um, For the first season, anyway, I think this is my least favorite episode. Yeah. Make your own opinion. Suffer like G did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sure. Exact. Su- suffer like we did, actually. <laughs> like we did. <laughs> suffer like we did. <laughs> it's straight gin and no chaser whatsoever. The chaser is the next episode so uh, so stay tuned for that. But until next time, I'm Jola Escola. I'm Sean O'Rourke. I'm Connor McGraw. And I'm Chris Barr. May the sweat of a
1: thousand monkeys pollute your wretched veins. <laughs>
0: The dark side is always there, waiting for us to enter, waiting to enter us. Until next time, try to enjoy
1: the daylight.